Hello, Robots in Disguise fans! We are back for another episode of the AfterBuzz TV Transformers Robots in Disguise After Show. We are looking at Season 3, Episodes 2 and 3, Strong Arms Big Score, and Pretzel Logic. We'll see you after the opening. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV! And now, let the buzz begin! I like the ns ns parts. Oh, look at that! Yes! Hi,ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。ハイ。
But, oh my God, for laughs, for entertainment, pretzel logic was incredible. Well, I mean... Brother Gunther made it. You're absolutely right when it comes to more of the plot heavy in terms of, like, exposition, but let's not turn our noses up at a very big plot point that was dropped in uh, Pretzel Logic either. No, But we can get to that. We can get to that. No, let's talk about that now. (laughs) I I was waiting for it. Yeah, no, my knee-jerk reaction is like, who the heck is this? That's a Decepticon. And given the eye thing, it was like, is that Lockdown? That looks like lockdown, right? Is that lockdown? It's was... not lockdown. It's not. They don't no. tell us the name during the episode, but we but have a habit of checking the credits. His name is Shadelock. Of yeah. course, it is. For, voiced by Kirk Thornton, who does a ton of really great stuff. He's a very talented guy. Because Kirk Thornton, and he's talking to Starscream, who ah! may or may not be what these mini cons are running from. That would make sense. And it's just, it's just so nice, like unequivocally it being Starscream. They don't show him, but you can tell from the voice, first of all. And but the even subtitles if, straight but up even, say yeah, Starscream. Even if you don't know, even if you never watched Prime and you're not familiar with Steve Bloom, like, it says in the subtitles Starscream, and in the credits Starscream, and it's just wonderful. See, Since I wasn't here for the first episode, I love that we are, we're getting back in that pr- into uh, Transformers Prime, like, uh, territory yeah it's, i know i right? was I, i'm really sad i wasn't here for the first episode but i rewatched it today and i was like oh my god it's so good yeah uh, evidently Sorry. raymond from chat is watching from amsterdam yeah we, i said welcome hello cow. friend hello welcome um, to the madhouse yes we're all um, family here. yeah what I, what I want, and this is just because I will never get over the idea of voice actors talking to themselves in different voices, is that I absolutely want Starscream to run into Aerobolt at some point because they're both Steve Bloom. Yep. They're both Steve Bloom. And I just, I want that conversation because I'm that person. He's so talented. He is. Uh, I just, it makes me laugh. Um... I can't, I, that name is too small. Omega, Omega Pulse. Pulse said, fun fact, Will Friedle wrote Pretzel Logic. Aww. That makes so much God sense. God bless that man. That, <laughs> that makes a ton, a ton of, of sense. sense. Yeah. This is the first Which episode is kind of sad. We, for this show. We also definitely had some complaints about Pretzel Logic. Oh, that's unfortunate. I really liked it. <laughs> Namely in Do terms we? of Drift got stuck on a log and then stayed there. Oh, that. I was going to say, I don't have any complaints, but yeah, Yeah, that that, that was. There were definitely a couple bits that were like, this was done because this person had to be removed from the scenario and we couldn't think of another way. Or this was done for a laugh, but doesn't make a heck of a lot of sense. The um, there's a couple of moments like that. I was gonna say, yeah, that honestly, that's the only bit is drift, strong arm, <laughs> and sideswipe, all all being removed from the chase. I will say that the the way that strong arm and sideswipe were removed made more I found sense. It, hilarious. it was, it was so funny. It was a really can, great. Can we skip the? I, I have this. No, I have this argument, and just skip to working together. Sure, and then let's go back to arguing. Why mess with a proven formula? <laughs> Like, that was incredibly knowing, self-aware, and I adored that. Knowing that Will Friedle wrote this episode, that makes a lot of sense. Right? But Drift getting stuck on a log. Eh. Yeah, I did find that kind of strange. I was kind of like, you can't you can just, just transform, transform and, and get off the log. Yeah, and you're talking to me. I have a huge character bias for Drift. We, we all know that at this point. Yeah. So it's just like, hi, what are you? Uh, sure. Like, mm, where'd he go? Yeah, I, again, we, we know why, from a story perspective, things had to happen that way, but it would have made more sense if he had just gotten knocked out. Yeah! Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I mean, for, for what it is, it's a very minor complaint for a very good episode. Yes, and I oh, think yeah. that what made, now that I'm knowing that Will Friedle did this episode, uh, the fact that uh, what Omega uh, Pulse brought up was that Paul will be asked if Brother Gunther can be trusted and the holy light shines on him at such as... <laughs> That's, and it's just like, okay. Yeah, that was yeah, very no. Will Friedle humor, I felt. I like, think that's one of the best visual gags the yep. series has had. literally my favorite bit yeah. I think the show has ever done. Same here. It was Same just, here. That was incredible. <laughs> that was 
pause the episode on Cartoon Network. I'm crying. I'm, crying. I'm laughing so them. hard. I need a minute. <laughs> I need five minutes. I'm still laughing. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, everybody, because I watched this episode at work. Everybody at work was like, what the heck is wrong with Alexis? I was like, I'm sorry. This big Dinobot. It's just holy lights. Oh, my God. They're like, okay. I'm <laughs> having a moment. I'm having a moment. The vapors. Just maybe because it's just, you know, Halloween has come and gone, and now my, my mind is officially sh- shifting seasons. I'm like, ooh, could you imagine Grimlock trying to set up Christmas lights? Oh. Yes. I yes, want him to make I little can. Christmas pretzels. <laughs> I need the pretzel thing to come back later on. I just love that Bumblebee was also terrible at it. That made me really happy. I feel like the lifting the bowl of flour ceremonially above one's head, like, is this a Cybertronian thing? Because that is very obviously not what Gunther I don't just know. Maybe did that's two an, seconds ago. Maybe that's an Energon thing. Like, the, because they don't actually consume food. Maybe. I don't so know. They what just got a bowl. See, I, I actually, my mind went the other way. When I, he was holding it up, I was like, da 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 da. Oh, God. I was thinking of both things. Both things. Uh, oh, that's hysterical. Yeah. And I think this was also the first episode this season so far where they actually found something worth... Fi- well, no, yeah. first episode they found kind of a generic gun, but this was, this was, this was awesome. a thing. Yeah. This was a giant energy crab claw. Yeah, which was cool. Um, although I will say the drill from, from the last episode... Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get but to that. But that was less of something they found and more of just it was a tool that they were using. Yeah, this was we were looking for a thing. We found the thing. It's amazing. Oh my god. Yeah, and it, it's cool because it looks like a solid hologram. Oh yeah, like that. Just the way um, it appears when when somebody's using it, it looks like you're literally yeah. smacking somebody with a hologram. Like it's a hard light projection. Really cool. Yeah. No, and I can can I just say I love Thermidor. Just the, as the a pirate. character concept, as a voice. Oh, Thank Jim you, Cummings. Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings. <laughs> and, and just, we also get a little bit of plot there because we have Claw Trap, who our, uh, <laughs> our crab people bot got upgraded <laughs> from the guy no one likes to the yep. guy running well, the show. Yep. Well, no, they're two different. I know, yeah. but it's the same design. Exactly. Just, just a color swap, yeah. But yeah, no, it's we've gone from crab people, crab people to mafia boss. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess without Thunderhoof being around, like there's there's no mafia muscle anymore. So this guy has weaseled his way in. Well, it's a completely different group of bots from what it sounds like. This this is the best that I can figure. Thermidor's ship was stolen by Clawtrap, according to Thermidor. At least we don't know how that went down, but we know. And well, Clawtrap does say. Your ship is terrible. It's a piece of junk. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so it was very obviously Thermidor's. It's very obviously not Thermidor's anymore. The best that I can figure is that Clawtrap had this group of scavengers, and either he won the ship in a bet or he just beat up Thermidor and took it or something. But Thermidor doesn't seem to be part of, these scaven- part of this scavenger group. He's just there because you have my ship. I want it back. Yeah, it's entirely possible that, like, maybe one or two of the scavengers were a part of his crew and that the rest of them are just people that the other guy recruited and that they did, like, this coup or... I don't know. It's... Yeah, there's a lot of gray in terms of this backstory, but yeah, the the basic points are this was his ship and it's been taken away from him and he, much like the Minicons, is very reluctant in this process. He's just kind of sticking with it until he can claim his ship back it seems but unlike the minicons he is absolutely ready to murder some people yeah like oh there's a ski lift go away or the ski lift gets it it always like it's it's always a little unsettling when they call the people squishies it's just like mm. well, <laughs> it makes me cringe they're not wrong just like how exactly did you stress test that guy i don't want to think about it i don't want to think about it <laughs> nope nope <laughs> Yeah, it's just watching all of this. I loved it. I loved the character interactions. I loved the humor. I mean, a few minor complaints, but I feel like that's the same with every episode. We haven't had one that's perfect, but nothing is perfect. Yeah, no. And this was a heck of a lot of fun. And and again, the the thing to keep in mind, too, is like, you know, kid show, and kid show always has has the moral at the end, and and I... And your usual tropes. Yeah, and and I like this particular moral about patience. Yeah. Um, 
And, you know, just in terms of like moving forward, don't dwell on your past mistakes because that was that was very much the emphasis of the first half of the episode was I'm always doing something wrong and it's not fair. Um, so I, I really liked the, you know, don't think about all the pretzels you have made. Think about the next one. Yeah. Worry about future pretzels. Not the past pretzels. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, Megapole says claw trap lacks clamp downs googly eyes. <laughs> That's true. That's I feel very like true. the lack of eyes on sticks makes him a little more intimidating. I still say, <laughs> sure. I still say, sure. um, I still say hungry like the wolf and glow strike were, were way, and granted, the other thing to keep in mind is also this guy is not our big bad right now. Starscream is. Or so, this so guy we is, think. This guy is just kind of a stand-in for the meantime. Who knows what they're going to do with Starscream? And I know everyone out there who's seen all the episodes already is like, don't, I know. Don't tell don't us. Don't you say a word. <laughs> not You've been real, real good at it. Please continue to be really good at it. Otherwise, we will all be sad. Yeah, but it's we don't know what they're going to use Starscream for. We're three episodes into what is ostensibly a six-episode mini-season, and we've only just heard his voice. May I present my theory? Or Do should it. we save that Go for fight when. Um Okay. So we have these mini-cons that uh, have the ability to control various Transformers um, when they're in their weapons forms. That is a serious power. We also know that mini-cons themselves are very marginalized on Cybertron. They are currently on Earth, and we don't know why, and presumably Starscream is after them. My theory, if I may pose it to the panel, <laughs> for submitted for your approval, panel. Um, to the is... Transformers Society? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I call this story. Um, but no, the, um, my thinking is that the Cybertronian Council, because we still have yet to see what's going on on Cybertron. We and just we know we reinstated st- them, which is we stupid. We strongly suspect that they are corrupt, which, long story short, they are absolutely corrupt. Ratchet told us they were corrupt. <laughs> they were, they're absolutely corrupt. This is a group of minicons with a tremendous power who, even though they're peaceful, pose a potential threat. My guess is that they escaped from Cybertron because they seem very reluctant to go back to it. I can't go back to prison! Pretty much, which we'll talk about that more in the next episode. But they don't want to go back to Cybertron, which makes me think that the Council wants to capture them to either use them and or just eliminate them as a threat. And while they were escaping, that's when Starscream comes into the picture. Possibly. We know whatever is chasing them is on Earth because they are trying to get the heck out of Dodge. Yeah, but but they can't go go back back to to Cybertron. Cybertron. So who knows? Jinx? Yeah, no, I started Again, talking. I can't go back Don't to even... jail! <laughs> I can't oh, go back to prison! Uh, poor Sawtooth. I really rather liked him. I did too. Okay, I did too. He's cute. Anyway, yeah, I'm sh- there is so much more going on in uh, pretzel logic. Wow. My brain. Nope. I will say the dough wants to be a pretzel going back to, you wanted to be a pretzel! <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm so happy. Yes. Yeah, no, this, again, Kari Payton just knocked it out of the park with this one. I I thought I loved him before. I love him so much more now. I know, right? He is wonderful. And, and like, again, the animation has just been so on point for these Mm -hmm. few episodes. Um, Just the little character bits of him, like, wiggling his, and I I think I brought this up. The the finger wiggle. The finger wiggles. Like, like they really like animating Grimlock's hands for some reason. But it's so great watching him try to make pretzels and stuff with his little, with his little claws. I love his little fingers. I have a big head and little eyes. (laughs) (laughs) It's all, it's all pretty glorious to watch it's just so well, much fun and, and again, side swipes expressions on occasion just that i have caught myself making the what come on sort of expression like that exact one like yes thank you this is yeah. how i live my it's, life it's definitely a testament to the animators on this show and oh, how yeah. how well they capture emotion and movement um but, all of it storyboard animation rigging whole nine yards but and and i know we talked about him a little bit already but um father gunter just uh just the fact that he's so freaking chill with the fact that a giant robot dinosaur punched his, his cathedral. cathedral. Like, I just want Optimus to show up. Oh, oh you met Brother Gunther. Yeah, Is he guy. still making pretzels? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
whether Gunther met them at some point was just like, this occurred. Kanye shrugged. <laughs> yes. Like, the chillest person ever who has always known that there was a giant robot presence on Earth. It's just, I, yeah, I think maybe maybe he's seen it or something. I don't know, but he just seemed like, he was just like, hello. It's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah. It's just really funny seeing Grimlock try to backpedal and convince him. I'm not real. Really I'm a hallucination. I'm a hallucination? Something? <laughs> Halitosis! And I was like, oh God. That was the one time where I think, I mean, usually with Grimlock, I could just laugh it off. That one, I did a full face palm. Like someone had to come over to me. They're like, oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, I just had to do that. And I was, hit my face oh, real. Hard. I was cackling. I God, Grimlock was in rare form in this episode. It was beautiful. It was great. Uh, yeah, but yeah, this it's a fairly straightforward episode, but it was a heck of a lot of fun to watch. Agree wholeheartedly. I think I think this has been my favorite so far this season. It's been I really, whatever, I really, whatever season we're in. I don't know anymore. <laughs> two and a half. Two and a half. Uh, car- according to Cartoon Network, it's season three. So that's what we run season with. Season three. Because Cartoon Network. Okay, it's my favorite for quote unquote season this three. Season. Yeah. Whatever yeah. this season is. Well, I will also get on that um, uh, bandwagon because I do like this episode so far. I think the first episode was still my favorite. Well, to be completely honest, it would have been my favorite if we had gotten a little bit more of Jasper and we gotten a little bit more old stories. But that's just me nitpicking. I just enjoyed the heck out of it. I and think the comedy in this one was more on point too. Strike. Yes, yes, the comedy in this was incredible. But yeah, yeah. Again, these mini cons. Yeah. Do we have any final thoughts on Pareto logic? Alexis, are you there? No, no, I'm here. I, that, that, was, that was me going, no. Okay. <laughs> I didn't hear you. I just heard radio silence. No, no, no. Oh, God, yeah, I'm, I'm lost no, 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 I'm still, I'm still here, barely, but I'm still here. But no, yeah, I think that it was just really nice getting a, a Grimlock episode pretty early on. It was pretty glorious. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's ni- this was a great Grimlock episode. I think it's been one of the best. Um, if not the best Grimlock episode, and I, uh, I just, I just need more Starscream in this show. I need it. I want it. Shut yeah, up and take my right. money. Shut up and take my money. All right, so let's trundle on back to Strong Arms Big Score. Now, I very much enjoyed this episode, and it, the ending definitely made it worthwhile. But I have to say, the first time watching through this episode was making me really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, mostly because I'm in strong arms position when I was in school. Like I put way too much emphasis on the numbers that, you know, for, for tests and everything like that. And it really does mess with your head. It really does get to you. So, well, and she's the character. It makes sense that she would be affected the most by this because she is that person. She's very by the book. She's very do it right. She's, she does have that personality type. It doesn't make sense for her. I feel like these are some extremely arbitrary criteria because what the heck? I think is part of the point is that Fix It created really random or not random, but he did create very arbitrary criteria because I'm kind of with her. I feel like she would have been one of the higher. I don't think she would have had the highest score because she's still very inexperienced, but I definitely don't think she would have had the lowest score compared to everybody else. Especially Sideswipe. Well, and not to mention that we have this criteria. Everybody's been officially ranked, and the one girl that's still left on the team gets the lowest score for literally no reason. Yeah. It's like, it was... I'm a little upset, guys. Just a tiny bit. <laughs> Very uncomfortable premise. Not like, on a scale of one to ten, it's like a three. Yeah. But considering that this show is really, really good at that kind of thing, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Again. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was, I was, I was also in the cringe area. That's what I was doing. I was like, kind of one of those. Yeah. Because you hate, you know how much emphasis and how much she cares about doing everything right and being a good officer and everything like that. And so it, it is, it's uncomfortable to watch her. I'll, I will say the eye twitch was absolutely oh, hilarious. Yeah, and you guys know, of wonder and glory. You guys know that I, I love to do an eye, uh, eye twitch on my own face. <laughs> so that was kind of like a, yes. <laughs> that made me so happy. Oh yeah. Uh, I agree with Omega Pulse in the chat. He's like, I would like to know what Optimus Prime score is. 200. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Straight up. All right. He's a prime. Done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Maybe I... wind, bl- uh, wind blades as well. 
150. Probably 150. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she is the chosen one. She was, yeah. she was literally <laughs> chosen, chosen by God. <laughs> I mean, you can't score her low for that. She was literally well, chosen by even, God. Even Bumblebee doesn't get a perfect score well, in no. this random, no. in no. this, uh, again, arbitrary rubric that we don't even know what, you know, fix its criteria is for and everything like that. Well, and no one knew what the score was until he started talking because it's like, Drift gets a 100 and Drift's like, heck yeah, I do. Like, out of 120. <laughs> What? Yeah, basically, <laughs> we, we have number and switch <laughs> using using simple division. He, he didn't give any of them an A. Even Bumblebee got an eighty-eight percent. So yeah. even Bumblebee only got a B plus. So Nobody weird. got an A, and Strongarm got a low C. And it's like that's not cool. Unfortunate. And the thing is, is nobody asked him to rank them either. Yeah, He's what just is what is randomly this? doing this? He's just really bored, guys. <laughs> so yeah, maybe. We, we we had some issues with the premise of this episode. I will say I loved the Decepticon. I loved the Minicon and the flavor bits with the housing development killed me. So every funny. single I was like, time. Is this really happening oh right now? Well, it's Mount Saint Hillary because of course it is. Yeah. And they're cut. I I wrote down all of the names for all of the everything because it was glorious. Oh my god! Uh, that, every single time Star, that couple showed up, I was like, "This is this is getting out of hand," and I love it. Star Visitor Estates. Oh. <laughs> Just like all those rumors about giant robots and secret volcano bases are completely false. Oh. We think of them as quirky local character. And, and I was like, just like, oh, oh my god. god. I, I feel like the people from the Crown City fan club make pilgrimages out here. <laughs> <laughs> well, They've I'm, seen the I robots. Love, we, were, we were watching this episode and we were like, oh my god, the fan club is canon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. I was thinking the same thing at work. I was like, oh my god, is this actually happening? Oh my god, they totally know. Oh. And just the continuous you a bit about, I'm going to show you something that's out of this world and then running down the street the oh the construction crew's power loader exoskeleton malfunction well catch her it's fine and oh, well, just like Kanye uh, shrug and move on which I awkward I, and even just the the very idea that this was a volcano base, I was like, is that a reference to Beast Wars? That's because what I was thinking. The Decepticon of. base was a was volcano. in a volcano. This is the Autobot base. I know, I know, but I'm like, is oh, this a, the, is this yeah, a reference? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a reference. See, I went straight for Bond villain. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Of course, duh. But yeah, this just God, strong arm constantly second guessing herself was just like, please stop, please I, stop, again, it, and then finally getting to the point of, you know what? I don't care. Do the thing again. It it makes for a really good moral yeah. in terms of like you don't need to be caught up, especially again when the the criteria is this arbitrary and mm. you didn't ask to be ranked in the first place, and um, you brought your instructor and they're sitting there going, hmm, oh god. Oh God, Every I time you do or say anything. I've totally been in strong arms place. Where exactly. I was, uh, we had a driving test, but I knew the instructor who was who was teaching me the entire time. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, for your test, because you, you know I'm going to pass you, I'm going to give you somebody else who's the hardest tester out of all of them. Good luck. And I was like, huh. <laughs> Why would you do that? And they did the exact same thing where it was just like a, mm, every time I turned or I, bre- like, it was just, it was the most nerve wracking driving test. I've oh ever. my God, that's terrible. It was terrible. But oh. like, I mean, I passed clearly because I'm driving. But... That's like when, when you're uh, doing, like, or even when you're like taking a test and somebody's constantly looking over your, your shoulder, shoulder yeah. to like check your progress. And oh. you're just like, I don't, I don't need you doing that right now. You know, like it's, is it's it stressful enough? Out. Yeah. Well, exactly. Alexis, if you want to feel better about your driver's test, I, uh, I had a friend who had the hardest person for scoring and she failed her first driver's <gasps> no! test because she came to a stop at a stop sign so slowly that he didn't feel the car do the little back forth are thing. you serious and so he didn't count it as a complete stop oh my god someone else who was also taking a driver's test and managed to jump the curb at one point passed oh, oh my god oh my god i want to punch that person in the throat feel better. <laughs> thank you i do feel better now uh raymond in the chat uh who said it's like 4 30 in the morning over there so thank oh, you for man. hanging oh, out with thank us. you for joining thank us you for joining please us. tell me that you work a night shift or oh, something, god, something. oh my god uh, hearts yeah. out to you buddy uh, Raven says, Strong Arms Big Score is the first time we get a hint of time before the first episode of Transformers Prime. Maybe we finally get to hear about the big battle that Prime started with and never mention it again. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's 
many of those. Yeah, I, because I, again, we don't know how long the uh, the Autobots and the Decepticons had been on Earth prior to the events of Prime, but we get the sense that it was a good long while, long enough to establish a good positive relationship with the military. Yes. So, and you know, or for a their... necessary relationship with the military. As yeah, I believe it long is. enough for for them to form a special division. And having worked for the government, that takes time, guys. <laughs> I feel like that's something that they would have expedited. Fast, expedited is definitely the word I was looking for. Thank you. Given that there are definitely giant aliens disguised as cars running around the planet. Like that's something that speeds that along the approval process that. a little bit. <laughs> But point yeah. being, again, yeah, we don't know how long they were there. And, um, you know, if uh, other Transformers series are to be believed, you know, it could have... Like, again, I keep going back to Beast Wars in terms of Beast Wars being there. Like, you know, the the Predacons and... Uh, I forget the name of the other ones. Um, anyway, but, like, they were there, like, way in the distant past. And, but at the same time, oh, it's the future. So. <laughs> I can't remember it either! <laughs> gonna drive me crazy i can look it up while we're talking uh but raven (laughs) raven said that he was free from work this week that is why he's up oh welcome thank you for staying up to a ridiculous hour to join us and thank thank you you to everyone who tunes in on the regular yes seriously we adore you you guys guys. are great it is not time for the itunes spiel yet but we will thank you again when we get to that (laughs) because seriously we love you but but again like it kind of goes back to uh, and especially given that the the planet Earth in this timeline yes. is the husk of Unicron, so oh. literally, oh. Trans- skin. yeah, literally, Transformers could have been on Earth at any given at time. Any yeah. So it, yeah. Okay. So according to Wikipedia, from what I'm reading here, it says the two main factions of Transformers oops, and Beast Wars are descendants of the two main factions in the original cartoon, the Maximals. That was it. There you go. Are the descendants of the Autobots and Predacons are the descendants. Of of course I would remember the Predacons. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, Predacons. I knew why you remembered that one, but I was surprised that came like, yes. a con in it. Yeah. So it's yes. easier. It's so much yes. easier, because I would have never thought Maximals, Autobots. That would have no. really thrown me off, so it's totally cool, Katie. <laughs> Thank I'm you. proud of you. Thank you, David K. <laughs> yeah. like, for real. Um, David K. brought so much joy to my life. David freaking K. as Megatron was I a thing of wonder. That. You know the first two, the first season and a half are good, and then it gets really, yes. it gets really weird. weird. I do remember that. <laughs> I do remember that going. What is happening? After, we watched it a couple years ago, and it was just like, you? what am I witnessing? After, after a particular character dies, you're like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> and there's there's actually you you know the episode I'm talking about where we go into full on existential horror with one of them. Yeah, you know what I'm where, talking about? The one I with the it's the one right after the one where the other character dies. Yeah, it's like, we're going to make you feel better. Here's a new character. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> anyway, Beast Wars, I think, is still available on Netflix. If you want a jaunt into nostalgia that gets super weird halfway through. It's great, and then huh, It's odd. great, and then it's weird, and then it's uncomfortable, and then it's weird again. <laughs> <laughs> and you figure out very quickly oh, that boy. they don't care about a certain set of characters. <laughs> anyway, it's still overall, it's still a really great series. I know, but when you watch someone die unceremoniously by being thrown into lava, and you're like, they never oh, got to this episode. What? What? Well, obviously, Two your toys, your toys didn't sell. <laughs> Two oh, characters. It was very much a case oh, wow. of your toys even, didn't sell. I didn't even think about the fact that the reason they killed them off was because their toys weren't selling. Like, oh, oh, obviously. Oh, I never put two and two together. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, it's, rough. No. it's rough. It's rough. No. Wow. <sighs> anyway. Okay, that was a weird little trip down the anyway, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. Back into the land of early 90s computer <laughs> animation. Wow. Let's talk about something that Beast Wars didn't really have. The humans. Yeah. <laughs> we have Denny and Russell going, we can totally run the console. We can totally do I this. I knew. I knew oh, God, I don't even speak this language. I was like, "Why? how? How are you able to do this? And two, you're not going to do it. Just... Yeah, you got to shadow uh, fix it for a little bit longer before before you take on the console. Although, to be fair, and, and we're talking about arbitrary criteria, he didn't even acknowledge their contributions to the team. I have that line written down. I cannot quantify any human contribution to the team. And I'm sitting here going, says every other Transformer series before animated. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Let's uh, be real. Oh my god, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts tell a me I'm bit. wrong. <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not. That's why it hurts so much. I'm here to tell you about the Transformers. Shoot me. <laughs> you bring back Armada like it's okay. Oh, it's god. not okay. I've, I've brought up an, I've brought up enough of the older series. Let's get back to this one. But yeah, it was a really it was a really mean thing. I, and I'm I'm like, why is Fix It being like so sassy? I don't here? understand why Sassbot came out to play today. It was so strange. I don't either. It's like I totally know what I'm doing. I'm totally right. I totally did this test, and everything is fine. This is criteria. Haven't you and been you two- stuck on Earth in this ship for like? A hundred. How long have you been on this ship? But yeah. how long have you been disabled, floating in space? Alexis, I I think you're absolutely right. I think he was just bored. And oh, I seriously think that he was like, you know what? No one's been paying attention to me recently. <laughs> so you know what? I made up this stupid point system that doesn't make any sense, just to make it seem like I am an important human being. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I mean, we love we love you, Mitchell. I'm just saying that oh, the character, no. the no. character, is being a sassy little brat. <laughs> I honestly want to hear Mitchell's thoughts on this. It's- yeah. Yeah, no, it would be great. You have to bring Mitchell, it back in if here you're again. watching, if you're watching, tell us what you think about this because I just, I, I also want the blooper reels. Oh my god, <laughs> everything. Just being like, just like you are the weakest bot. Goodbye. I, just, I want the audio blooper reels for pretty much all of Robots in Disguise. It's got to exist it's somewhere. So I need it in my life. Oh gosh, yeah. If yeah. that's like a DVD extra somewhere. Yeah, no, seriously, uh, sign me up. I need it. Or just, you know, Robots in Disguise crew, if you want to just send us a disc of all the bloopers, we really appreciate <laughs> it. We're like, here's we three and a half hours of bloopers. Great. Great. Let me put it on. I'm just going to put it on anytime I feel sad. It's going to be great. Yes. I don't need oh. cute puppies anymore. I've got bots doing stupid things. <laughs> I haven't listened to this track yet. Oh, my God, it's all Troy Baker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, hello. <laughs> but oh, wow. but yeah, I, yes. it did seem a little. On the one hand, it does very much seem like something he would do. However, like the way they went about it did seem out of it was character. Kind of cruel. Yeah, it seemed unnecessarily harsh for Fix It, who very much values Denny and Russell. Like absolutely. So it was it was kind of a weird thing. But I mean. So on the one hand, I can see because if any bot on the team is going to do that sort of thing for it's the gonna setup, be fix it. it's going to be fix it. What I'm interested to see is, and I didn't look this up before I came here. I wasn't thinking about it. Is who wrote this episode and what other episodes they've written? I'm, I'm because this sure. was I noticed this on Arrow last night, so that's a thing. Character consistency, as far as the details go, has the potential to change from episode to episode depending on who wrote it. And yeah. so we had a moment like that on Arrow last night, and I'm wondering if that isn't the case for this as well, because different writers will emphasize different facets of different characters. Yeah, and it's not that the character is wrong or that they wrote a bad episode. Like, absolutely not. No. It's just these are attributes that we haven't seen in Fix It for a little while. So it's like, huh, it's just a little quizzical. That being said, yeah. again, I think the... I think the dramatic payoff at the very end again with the moral of was beautiful yeah and again it, it's very much a um you know a taste of your own medicine Call sort of me. thing <laughs> yeah that was so no. strange but i loved it so much where he was just like what what is it is it is it is it an 80 75 60 she absolutely <laughs> did not make up a test she was just messing with him yep and yeah I she had to at the very end he's like you just got you gotta let me know you gotta call me and that was the point of it Let's, we got to talk about our cons and our mini cons. Yeah. We mentioned them, but we haven't actually. We have Scatterspike, who is a Decepticon that's basically if Quillfire were a functional adult. <laughs> and She's great. I like I her. I liked her a lot. I think the only thing where I was like, seriously, really, is the whole shooting a quill. It magnetizes her. Well, how was I supposed to know what it did? They're yours! <laughs> yeah, but it is. it really is a roulette spin. In all of your years of life, how have you not tested each and every single one to be like okay there's the potential of this there's the potential of this so you at least know that it's possible Maybe it might have had time well it might not have ever happened before yeah. like to Maybe be fair it might, every single time yeah it literally like literally it affects every bot differently it turned b into a child that, right? was, that was hysterical also yeah yeah and let's Quillfire is a Redditor. I just, I can't. But again, it affects <laughs> I will everybody never differently. Go of that. The Redditor and the crazy guy no, go true. on a road trip. Oh, God. That I, was I beautiful. I would watch and not watch that uh, program. I already watched it. Here, here we go. 
Uh, oh, yeah. David McDermott wrote this episode. He also wrote the episodes Hunting Season, Battlegrounds Part 1, Brain Power from, Portals, yeah. and yeah, this one. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I mean, they actually yeah, kind of all kind of work sense. together. Yeah. Absolutely makes sense. And again, okay. not saying at all that it's a bad episode no, in any no, no, capacity. No. No. I no. quite like this one. I was really glad we also got another, like, just like a. We were kind of going with, like, bot of the day kind of thing mm-hmm. with, their, uh, mor- with their morals, but, like, I like it. I was really happy to see Strong. I mean, even though she she was having a hard time getting to a more comfortable spot, but we kind of needed that, you know? Yeah. I'd love to see a Strong Arm episode that doesn't include messing with her confidence. Yeah. That's the character nice. note we hit a lot when it comes to emphasizing her. Yeah. Her confidence so, or her relationship with Sideswipe. Yep. Like, yeah. those seem to be the two big ones. But like, also, great, let's go somewhere else. Yeah. I think that's the other thing that drove me insane from the first episode because I wasn't here was Sideswipe was driving me, like, no pun intended, driving me up the wall. <laughs> it was you, so frustrating. You know what I... what like more an example of like more of like uh strong arm episodes that i like is the dynamic between her and hungry like the wolf like yeah. like that that back and forth was great and her like you know his comeuppance with their interactions was really great too it's like let's let's do more stuff like that with her that'd yeah, be great no that was glorious yeah that was a so, great yeah. great setup great payoff Everything about it was great. Anywho. But yeah, Scatterspike and Sawtooth. Yes. Adored Scatterspike. She was glorious. You pointed out that we passed the Bechdel test. Yeah. I was going to bring it up today. I was like, hey, yeah, look at it. Look in at it. This space. episode gets the gold star for passing the Bechdel test. It's awesome. We need female minicons. Yes, that's the one thing I, I was going to bring up. Any female minicons? We mini-cons. haven't had any female uh, minicons, which I'm hoping now that we're having so many minicons that we'll get a couple. <laughs> Uh, female ones that would be nice because yeah. i haven't i mean i haven't looked up who else is going to be in this series yeah. because they're that way lies because spoilers. surprises yay yeah i but, would like to see like if it does pop up i would love to see all of our reactions yeah i know we we need a female minicon but yeah, i i also cool. adored sawtooth so much oh my Crispin, God, I just Crispin freeman i haven't heard anything from Crispin freeman so in four freaking ever he's done a lot of stuff i know he's he? done a lot of stuff it's been oh, a long time Alexis, since i've watched you don't know an who anime. Crispin freeman is <gasps> he's alucard oh wow okay he's also yeah. zelgadis oh i didn't know but only that after the first half dozen episodes oh my no, god i didn't know that literally he's done so much he's in i mean i was gonna look him stuff. up anyway after but like yeah i, I the name doesn't but ring a bell alucard is the big one in terms of like well, animation that's yeah. crazy voice it's so yeah. good yeah your christman freeman is glorious i'm just glad we got to hear it is what i was really happy about because i didn't know if this minicon was just not going to talk so i I liked him a lot at the beginning it's it's one of those morality things where it's like can we please just get this over with and go i don't want to hurt anyone i really don't want to blow up a mountain i don't want to hurt you I just want to get the heck out of Dodge and not die. And I yeah. think, can, can we do that? Maybe Please. one of the reasons why they haven't been emphasizing Drift as much so far this season is because of, you know, because he has two minicons. And this was a really good, you know, way of connecting, you know, fix it. And, and him, they were able to connect because they're both minicons. They're both kind of on a level playing field, even though one's very you know they're both very powerful fix it did his whole terminator thing a while yeah, back yeah fix it's definitely uh whew. but um but yeah maybe maybe that's one of the reasons why we haven't had as much emphasis on drift yet because those mini cons are going to have like a connection with other ones we see further on down the line hopefully yeah I mean, I, it, he's been very underutilized this season, and we are at this point halfway through the season. Yeah, what but, the heck? But again, the, again, what we get with Fix It is great. Right, it's here. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this was a thing, and basically towards the end, we see them back on the ship, and that is when we're introduced to Qualtrap, who is evident. I keep wanting to call him Springtrap. <laughs> Dear <laughs> God. Oh my God, let's be real. That's a Decepticon name. <laughs> Oh, correct. Tell me I'm wrong. No, no, no. no, 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 no you are correct. Is, 
It's an Very animatronic much. bunny with a dead guy inside. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's be real. Oh Springtrap probably has a larger human death count than any Decepticon. Yep, I agree. Anyway, that is way off topic and just where my brain grows. Glo- <laughs> grows, glows, glows. Oh, God. She had oh a no. fix-it moment. No. She sort of had an absolute fix-it moment. It was oh, great. So we see Clawtrap, who is evidently the head of this little group of scavengers, and we see Aerobolt, who is ostensibly the head of the group of Minicons. And Sawtooth is reporting to him saying, hey, no, it, it wasn't just that we had bad luck. A bot and their minicon showed up to shut us down. The minicon told us we could trust him. I think they want to help us. And Aerobolt's just like, nope, nope, can't trust anyone. No trust. Never. <laughs> There's something awful chasing us, and we've fallen in with these people, so that's who we're sticking with. We can't ever trust anyone. It's like, well, I mean, we have to trust someone at some point, or we're going to be running forever. And it's a good point. I think this is why I like Sawtooth so much, to be completely honest. Again, it's because he's made he's made the biggest connection so far of all of the other minicons that we've seen. He has. He's lovely. So yeah. The but yeah, and this is why I think it's the Cybertronian Council that they're that's why they and Starscream. They're running from Starscream. Uh, but they can't go back to Cybertron because they're either outlaws or they'll be captured and eliminated or used. Then they're just not into that right now. I'm still going to stick. I guess we're kind of in predictions at this point. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Thank you, yes. Alexis. You are wonderful. I'm, I'm still going to stick with my theory of the cons that they're with are pulling one over on them somehow. It's entirely... I, you know what would be great? Starscream is chasing them. None of them know about Starscream. They're convinced that something else is chasing them. <laughs> thanks to this group of cons. There's something awful after you. Lo and behold, it's like three of us pretending to be the awful thing. Oh, well. <laughs> That's like an M. Night Shyamalan twist. It's like the village! <laughs> oh, my God. There are monsters after you. Never mind that we're the monsters. And uh, so you should totally fall in with us. We'll protect you as long as you help us. Holy cow, Lord there really behold, was something after is, them. Yes! <laughs> I would love it. I, I would love to see that many different parties working at cross-purposes. Like, there's nothing chasing us. Starscream shows up and everyone kind of goes, Oh, right. Yikes. I still need I still need a scene with Troy Baker and Steve Bloom. I just I just need it. Can we have it? A monologue off. <laughs> yes. Girls, girls, you're both pretty. You're both very pretty. <laughs> yes, you are. Yikes. Alexis, what do you got for us? Uh I, I like I the only thing I don't really have any predictions right now. I just I really just want to find out what's going on with the minicons and to see what other what other minicons they have lined up because I'm I'm really excited to see that they're more involved and maybe maybe we will get a female one and then the the twins <laughs> will start Aww. to be like no she's mine no no she's mine Aww. oh my god no she's mine it'll oh just god be please so, no I mean I know that we, it probably won't happen it'll just be really funny to see them trying and then I'll just get over it <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm still thinking drift and windblade should be a thing is windblade coming back Probably I not, so. but I can hope. I hope so. Season four? Season four? <laughs> season four. Special season four? Season four, season three and a half. Yeah. Season Who's four. counting? Which we'll find out about two days before it starts airing, I suppose. Every time. Every, Every time. time. Every single time. Every single time. Shall we get All into right. the iTunes? Yeah. Um, Chad, if there's something that you want us to cover, this is your opportunity to tell us because I know we have like a minute delay. In the meantime, I want to talk to you guys about iTunes and continue thanking you for all of your support because seriously, holy cow, we really love you guys. Um, if you want to keep us on the air, if you like the show, the best thing you can do is go to iTunes, subscribe, rate us, hopefully five stars, because hey, we all love giant robots here, and uh, leave a review. Because what happens is our producers go on, they look at our iTunes reviews, and they go, people really like this show about giant robots. We should keep doing this show about giant robots. And then we have a slot on schedule the next time a season rolls around, and we get to talk about giant robots. And of course, when you leave a review, we do give you a shout out. Um, If you leave a review in in an iTunes store that isn't the American store, if you're in Great Britain or Australia or wherever, or Amsterdam... 
Uh, if you leave it in that store, please take a screen cap of it and throw it in our hashtag. We would absolutely love to see that. Same as if you leave a review on Google Play. But it looks like we have a new review on iTunes today. Yeah, Yay! we do. Yeah. You guys ready for this? Yes. So for people in the chat who don't know, uh, us girls were squeeing earlier because this one says, thanks from the crew. Five Aww. stars by Dan45796. The RID crew is so happy to see you all back in action. I hope you know that we are thrilled at your enthusiasm and dedication to the show every week. There is no greater feeling than for those of us working hard on the show than to hear how much it is appreciated. You and all the fans who take something away from RID, whether through after shows, fan art, discussions, predictions, and or just plain entertainment, makes us so proud to do what we do after buzz and roll out <laughs> keep it together ladies keep it together we love you guys so freaking much and we love the show seriously beyond thank measure. you for giving us such a fun show to watch oh my god i love it. like ah also more grimlock I'm, I'm not crying you're crying shut up We're what? Crying. What are you who We're cut crying. who let these onions in here this isn't the place for that <laughs> the vapors the vapors oh, can't do it what I'm going to actually keep my fan on the table so when that I happens, have, like, I will have an honest-to-God fan. I do declare. I'm going to find some, like, r- like robots in disguise. Like, one that has a Decepticon <gasps> logo and the other one has Autobots Yay! and we'll just have fans and it'll be oh, great. Oh, that'd be if wonderful. Those, if those, like, exist on Etsy, I'm, we yeah, can find Transformers it. painted fans somewhere. Yeah. Like, sign me up. Yeah, I send me one. the link. Oh, my gosh. I want it. I will okay, buy that so quick. does chat have anything oh. to say that we did not see? <sighs> Let's see. Aside uh, from everyone loves Steve Bloom. Nice. Uh, I st- uh, Raymond thing. says I still say Sentinel Prime run Cybertron. <laughs> um, Omega Pulse says today one of those toys. Re- oh wait, nope, I don't want to. I think we're going into toy spoilers with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's. But yeah, a while but ago. Gotta, but yeah, that's pretty much it so far. <laughs> so we have a whiteboard at our apartment where we write funny things on it. For a while, it said any questions and had a pumpkin drawn on it. A good chunk of time ago, it said vote Sentinel Prime make Cybertron great again. It's far less funny now. It's far less funny now. <laughs> It was pretty funny at the time. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking there. <laughs> Scooting away from that. Thank you guys so, so, so much for watching. Alexis, where can the people find you? They can find me all over social media at atorres890. I'm Megan Salinas. You guys can tweet at me at the Mangwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at After Buzz, and I write articles for the movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kiaje. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. Z Nation, Mondays at 7. Star Wars Rebels, Tuesdays at 6. Wednesday, Wednesdays, Arrow at 9. Arrow, Wednesdays <laughs> at 10. I was completely wrong. And then on Thursdays, we alternate between Robots, which you're watching now, and Ruby, which will be next week. We'll be looking at episodes 3 and 4. It's wonderful. You should watch all of the above. We adore you all. Thank you guys so much for watching. Remember to leave a review in iTunes. Remember to screen cap a review if you leave it anywhere other than the American's iTunes store. We really want to see it. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz After and roll out. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 